For CrossCut.com, I'm Katie Sewell. The Muslim holy month of Ramadan began last week, on the evening of June 17th. The start of Ramadan is constantly shifting. Since the Islamic calendar is a lunar calendar, sometimes Ramadan is celebrated in the winter, and sometimes in the heat of the summer. Here in the Pacific Northwest, over 12,000 Muslims are observing the holiday by refraining from food and drink during daylight hours. And we all know that those daylight hours are really long right now. In part one of our three-part first-person look at Ramadan, Northwest native Amina Al-Sadi explains what it's like to fast when it's 80 degrees outside. My throat's a little dry, and I have allergies this time of year, so it's extra dry. My name is Amina Al-Sadi. I'm 25 years old, and I live in the Pacific Northwest. I grew up Muslim and am still consider myself a Muslim woman. I'm going to get in so much trouble for this, <laughs> but as I was driving in, because I'm a little more tired than usual, I was trying to pull into a spot. The side of my car scraped against the concrete pillar. Ramadan is considered one of the most holy months because the Quran was revealed. It's also a month when Muslims are asked to refrain from eating and drinking from sun up to sundown, including water which is very shocking for a lot of people, especially in the summer months. The Islamic calendar follows a lunar calendar. The way it syncs up with the Gregorian calendar is every year it changes by about 10 days. When I started fasting 15 or more years ago, Ramadan was falling during the winter, and every year it just moved up 10 days. And so now Ramadan is hitting the summer months it's even harder than it's ever been before because the days are so long and the nights are so short. At this point, we stop eating at 2.30 a.m. and we eat again at 9.30 p.m., 9.30 p.m. My sister had her friends over for a barbecue. We had a lot of food and hot dogs and mac and cheese and things, so I had a big dinner late and I woke up at 1.30 to have the morning meal. But I was so tired and groggy and had kind of a stomach ache from the night before that I couldn't eat anything. Like I had one bite of a piece of toast and I just went back to sleep. If you're properly planning your fast, you don't do that. BuzzFeed had a list of 27 foods that will release energy throughout the day. This was a Ramadan-specific BuzzFeed listicle. Chia seeds and fruit and yogurt, such a show of the times and the place that we're in right now. I looked at that list and I decided to plan some of my morning meals. The morning meal is called Sahor. The caffeine headaches are probably the most excruciating part of the month. Pain, this unreal pain. Leading up to the first days of Ramadan, trying to cut out the caffeine. Nauseated and you can't see straight. It all fell apart last week because <laughs> I thought, oh, Ramadan's coming. Like it's my last chance to have a cup of coffee at 12 in the afternoon. It's like any other drug withdrawal. I couldn't help it. Well, maybe not any other drug withdrawal. There are probably others that are harder than caffeine. It's so funny the way your mind works, the way it can control you. I just look at my life and I think that I can pretty much get anything I want the minute I want it. You know, if I want a cup of coffee, I can have it now. If I want a glass of water, flip on the faucet clean, fresh, crisp water comes out. Once a year, for a whole month, I'm telling myself, no, actually, you can't have that right now. You have to wait, wait a little longer. There are so many people around the world who dream of clean water. 
It's about taking yourself and your privilege and putting yourself in that experience. And then it's also this personal thing where you are testing your limits and seeing how far can you go? How much self-control can you demonstrate? I think everybody seeks out these opportunities. This just happens to be the way I was raised and the, the tools that were given to me to do this. Once a year, getting to hit refresh on your life. That's Amina Al-Sadi. Next Wednesday, our audio series, Amina on Ramadan, continues. What does it feel like to be a practicing Muslim 20-something in the Northwest these days? Very other, according to Amina. In part two, Amina will explain the belonging she is hoping to find this Ramadan and the assumptions local people make about her when they see her headscarf. For Crosscut.com, I'm Katie Sewell.